Oh yes, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans. If you listen to our whole podcast today, it's not a matter of if you'll become a millionaire. It's a matter of how many times over. Because we're talking Boiler Room. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. I made it through the intro. Yeah. That's what I was worried about. Really, really good job. I was very concerned. I appreciate the feedback Mm -hmm. from you. Um, Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Guilty Movie Pleasures. There we go. Standing ovation. Very kind. Very kind. Don't Please don't talk over our ovations. Yes, sorry. They come few and far between, and we need to soak them in. Um, I am your host today, Jesse McIntosh. Um, ben, yeah, that's right. Ben, Beg- ben Begley is kidnapped in my car. Um, we had a physical fight to get this chair, and I won. Um, so please let him know how you feel about that. Um, but I'm joined today with the one and only Jordan Crabb. Jordan, say hello to the people. Hello, people. There it is. Hi, Ben. Well, you're in our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jordan is a very good friend of mine. Uh, very pleased to have him join me today. Uh, Jordan and I have done improvisation together. We've done sketch comedy together. We've done other podcasts together. We've hung out in real life together. We've shared meals together. We've shared meals together. Yeah. Um, Different so, meals. Yes. Right. Uh have we ever we've yeah we've shared food right like we order and then we split yeah we've gone splitsies on we a few do the things thing where our wives sit and they don't eat they don't and eat we sit at a table together and we share all the food together right we've done that which is typical family style yeah you yes. guys get it yes um so yeah uh thanks for joining us yeah Jordan. glad I'm glad I could be here uh and uh really excited that uh got to do this with this particular movie particular particular movie well you have plenty of time to work out words <sighs> you don't have to I'm start you don't have to come in hot I'm still getting there yeah yeah, yeah. glad um, to be here so we are doing the 2000 stock market banger boiler room starring Giovanni Ribisi mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel yep, and, one and Tom only. Everett Scott mm-hmm. and Nikki Cat, mm-hmm. Nia Long. Am I missing anyone? Uh, the, the two that we were discussing earlier. The Affleck? Yeah, the Affleck. The, the Affleck. other two we uh-huh. were discussing. Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn and Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Who happens to be uh, very prominently featured in the the... Not the last movie that we did, but the one prior to that, uh, Enemy of the State. They come as a package, um, and I'm really happy to say that uh, they do because right? they have incredible chemistry together. Right. I love seeing them on screen. Um, so, Boiler Room. Uh, tell me. Let's start with you. Tell me about your relationship with the movie Boiler Room. Oh, me and Boiler Room go back to my college days. Um, I had a roommate that was, uh, for some reason, obsessed with this movie. Um <laughs> And I'd never heard of it before. So I said, yeah, I'll try it out. And really enjoyed it. But this is the – I thought about it. This is the best way I can equate this movie. This is my favorite movie for how little I understand (laughs) after after it's explained to me in the movie. So so the most confused that you are leaving a movie but still But still happy. Still having a great time. Right. That is true because there's a lot of like IPO – talk so a much lot of like uh i they really like do their best to dumb it down right like they just talk about stocks in general <laughs> basically they're like yeah. buying and selling stocks yeah um but yeah there's there's the minutiae of that they don't really get into and they don't really explain what they're doing and it, they're just sort of like 
hope that you understand that like people buy and sell stocks <laughs> right. and they make and lose money. Yeah. And uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of my general and I've I've seen it probably a dozen plus times now. Cause I I love the it's just like I mean, we'll get into it, I'm sure, but the the sales terms and like just some of the one liners Affleck, of course, I mean, is, is just an classic. atomic bomb in this movie. Yes. Just comes in for like two scenes. Yeah. And just berates people. Right. Yeah. yeah. We, well, yeah, he, he definitely wrapped in maybe a, a maybe a full day that he had. Yeah. But yeah. we're thinking max eight hours if that, for Ben yeah. Affleck on this film. Yeah. But he, he knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this, it's definitely like, uh, it's a fun ride. Right. This movie. It, uh, there's, it's, I, I understand nothing of the stock market. Good. Okay, good. Um, so we're on the same page there. We can talk about it in the same terms. Perfect. You, um, which can I- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I give you some funds to invest then. If you, yeah. hey, listen, I'm, I'm all ears. I know that I know that my money can, uh, my money can make money, right? And that's the only way to do it, right? Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It moves quickly. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of dead air. They don't like they don't dumb anything down for you. Like I said, they. There are a couple of things that they do um, where the lack of uh, a lack of explanation or a lack of really like living in the moment seems abrupt. Like right. we, we were talking right before it about like all the ethnic slurs. They don't <laughs> they don't like ease yeah. you into that at all. They just like start dropping them on you, and they're like, "This is the way these guys live." Right. Um, <laughs> his relationship with uh, Nia Long right. is extremely abrupt. Yeah, and just like for some reason of all. All the guys that work at this firm who look exactly the same (laughs) and are the exact same guy, she sees him and she's like, that's the guy. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's just a lot of stuff that we don't get a lot of of background on, a lot of explanation for. But it's a two-hour movie and it doesn't really feel like it's two hours. It really, like, moves at a clip. Yeah, it flows by. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, We get get the, um, like, the Giovanni Ribisi giving the voiceover explanation throughout, very, like, Goodfellas-y. Total good fellas, yeah, fellas vibe on that. Yeah, um, I also like the setup of like when they do a little bit of the pullback, like like we're gonna get here, but look at this, like that opening sequence. Yeah, where it's like these are the biggest scumbag like stock broker guys you could ever imagine, and then pull it back. Yeah, it's like we'll get there. Okay, calm down. Yeah, okay. yeah. Three months earlier, here's how we got there. <laughs> yeah, I I also love how like brutish and awful their behavior is out in public and it's always funny like the scenes that we get with them in civilization just everyone else's reaction to them is like who the hell are these guys like why do they think that they're running that like they're just tucked over in a booth in some like hole in the wall bar right and they're acting like they're gods who are these people oh that was a nice contrast to that that scene where the other stockbroker guys from the jp morgan guys are just looking down on them, they end up getting into a fight. They're talking crap, and then the like couple scenes later, they're out in the city. Yeah, and the, the next table is is all the, the the gay guys, and they're like, 
give it right back to yeah. him. And Scott can't, Con just can't handle he it. He can't do it. He yeah. wants to fight, and he just he's like, no, dude, you can't do that. It's it's, it's very, amazing. That part is very well done. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, are they seeing this? Nice. Okay, yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. This is the first time they go uh, to enjoy a drink out on the town, um, and they just are are confronted by these actual stockbrokers, and they just seem like garbage people. Yeah. Everyone in the scene just seems like garbage people. Oh, is it, or just an image? Like garbage people. Yeah, this is just an image. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, so I, you gave, can... I, gave, I gave you space in your mind to like go ahead and fill in the blanks there. It's dramatic yeah. pause, yeah. That's yeah. that's the only way I pause is dramatically. Yeah, we could just you know you can imagine the guys walk up. <laughs> Look, you guys work at a chop shop type. Were you in this movie? Form. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. Were you about to say? No, I was just gonna say it's it's awesome. It felt like that was just really a setup for for uh, Giovanni Ribisi's character Seth yeah. Seth Davis. Yes. To have that like like eye opening like oh I'm not you know. This isn't home. This is these guys are different. Yeah, that was like literally just to say, hey, these guys are rough. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting um, because we're so immersed in it for so long, and it's just like, oh, this is the world that they live in, and this is yeah, the, and it's it's it literally feels like walking out of a dark room and into the light, <laughs> right. and you just like can't really see, and you're just like, oh yeah, the whole world exists yeah. <laughs> outside of here, and I've just been selling garbage stocks to good people and scamming them out of their money. Well, just to go back to that scene real quick, the yeah. first the first time they're out in, in the bar and they're garbage people. Uh-huh. Um, garbage, <laughs> that's, garbage that's people selling the garbage, garbage people scene. Uh, th- that was really – like it was funny to me. Like I had this thought when, when I was watching it of how they all get into a fight. Like it's like, all right, we're getting a fist fight. And then it cuts back like after I think we see Neil Long and, and Giovanni like – being intimate yeah it's like that's a thing yeah uh and then it cuts back and then uh the rest of the guys they're all hanging out like smoking cigarettes outside of the bar and scott Kahn's the last one to get like shoved out of the door because uh-huh. i thought that was really interesting i was like did they each individually get kicked out one at a time like all right you two break it up come on this way you guys stay here yeah and then just that gave the they're other like, guys a chance right. to like light up a cigarette and just relax while the rest of the crew came. <laughs> I, I love that idea that they had to just like line up to yeah. get thrown out of the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, one at a time, have your IDs out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Put you on the no on the ban list There's or whatever. Like a bouncer checking their exit. <laughs> as, they, as they leave. Yeah. All right, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. You're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um cool. Uh so we've touched on a couple of scenes already, but we might as well get into the into the plot in under three minutes. Yeah, sure. If you feel ready for it, I don't. But that's not going to stop you. That's the right feeling to have. You should not feel ready for it. Good. Ride that adrenaline. Okay, I'm on it. So whenever you're ready, all in the booth, set and here, you guys. Right. So I'll count you down from three. All right, three, two, one. All right. So we start out on a party bus, and everyone's going crazy. Everyone's celebrating. They make it to this big auditorium. Tom Everett Scott's like, "You guys are the best. We have women up in the room for these two because they're top sellers. Like he, it, everything is great." And then we go three months earlier. Um, uh, Giovanni Ribisi's running a casino out of his apartment. Really well. Seven. Really well. Yeah. Like he's very professional. Everything's going fine for him. He's making a lot of money. It's a business. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nikki Cat comes in, and he's like, "This is where it all changed." Nikki Cat's like, "See my car out there? You could be making millions of dollars." And Jamie 
Jamie Kennedy's with him, and he's like, come on, man, come on over to the firm. Right. And then uh, Giovanni kind of has that moment of like, eh, do I want him, you know, and he really struggles all the time. Do I make my dad proud and like try to do something that's not this shady backdoor casino? And then he ends up going forward with it, going through this uh, application process, you could call it, yeah, and yeah. becomes a trainee. And then has the best scene with Affleck. Uh, and go ahead, did you? Yeah, I was. Just, yeah. And then Affleck shows up and basically like pulls his dick out and is like, <laughs> "Here's, here's my car. Here's how much I'm worth. You guys all want to be me. If you don't want to be me, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, but so the training program starts. They're told that they have to like study for seven weeks. They're making 150 dollars a week. It's nothing. Yep. So they pass their series seven, which I guess is stockbroker exam. Yep. Um, and then and then they pick up and then they're making money for these senior brokers until they become junior brokers. And then uh, Giovanni, then he, then his dad, he's like earning his dad's respect a little bit, but not all the way. And then um, still kind of like starts finding out. I think that's when he starts finding out things are kind of shady with the company. And yeah. they're, maybe they're not selling every, like what they think they're selling. Right. So he starts reading the prospecti, right? Right. And he's like, all the names on these are the same. All the material that everyone else has. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> the only one to read it. For, for I guess, forever. Right. Um, and or then, care. Right. Enough. And then Neil Long and him are together and he's like, ever wonder what's up? And she's like, no. And then he says to Vin Diesel, ever wonder what's up? And he's like, no. Nah, forget it. I'm a yeah. millionaire. Yeah. And, and then he like, comes back up to the office and he sees like the compliance guy shredding all the documents and he's like that's strange our compliance guy would be shredding documents (laughs) yep yep um and And then then he and then he ends up kind of snooping in more and finds out oh like this new med uh med 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 venmo (laughs) med Uh venmo venmo patent uh like medical company that this new hot stock uh, it's all bullshit. It's gonna be. It's gonna just be ripping everyone off. So he decides that he's gonna rip off JT Marlin, his own company, before so that he can make some money and get out of there. And the feds have been watching the whole time, but the feds got Neil Long, and they and, got him. Yeah, and then they turned her on him, and then and then he's like, "Well, yeah, I was gonna come to you already, but I got this scheme working." Right. Um, and then he screws Harry over. Harry's a guy who has a family, wants to buy a house. Yes. And then he goes to his dad, and he gets his dad in trouble, and he's like, "All right, I'll make a deal, but you can't." You got to. Save my dad, right? And so then he like he saves Harry, goes to Tom Everett Scott, and he's like, sign this thing, and then he goes to Vin Diesel, sign this sign thing. the sales slip. Yeah, and, and then, we're gonna make Harry give his money back. And then the FBI shows up. And then they bust everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that was okay. Well done out of you. We didn't say IPO once, though. Not once, because I don't know what it means. Yeah. I could say it, I don't know what I'm referring to. Are those jeers? No, those are cheers. Cheering. Those are cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Once again, don't step on the applause. No, <laughs> no positive you affirmation get for this guy. applause all the time because you just don't care about it. You're I do. You're just like, all right, enough. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, because we were talking earlier, like you gave me a list. So first of all, I asked you, what movies do you want? Give me a list of 10 movies you want to cover. Right. And we'll pick one. Um, and you very, very astutely said, no, you're not going to bend me. Because what Ben does to me all the time (laughs) is he says, hey, send me a list of 10, and then I do, and then he's like, let's do this one that's not on your list. And (laughs) I'm like, all right. (laughs) Right. But so Boiler Room was on your list. It is a movie that I have seen probably like five or six times. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, I have a little bit of history with it. Um, And then I started watching it, and I was like... My boy Jordan's a salesman. Yep. How how has this how has your enjoyment of this movie changed since you became an over the phone salesman? So yeah, it's absolutely single handedly this movie has frightened me and excited me Ooh. about my sales job because 
I I sell cruises, no big deal. Call me guys if you looking for a cruise. Eight eight eight. Just teasing. Um, it's, so it's that's eight eight eight. Just teasing. Just teasing. Yep. You could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was one of those things I was getting out of, you know, the service industry. It was a different, you know, change for sure. And, uh, yeah, Boiler Room was always like one of those like – and it never – it didn't help because one of the guys at work who was like our coach kind of helps us along. Uh-huh. He always quotes Boiler Room <laughs> <laughs> as of like, you know, like using these these phrases and stuff. Not as of the obscene ones, but uh, it always then like – once I started, I was like, this guy – Watch the full movie, right? Like, is this, he wants us to emulate these guys. Yeah, the cheats hmm. and the liars, and yeah, the crooks. Okay, interesting. So, lie to your customers. Okay, cool. So, it is interesting in this movie, and we'll talk more specifically as we go through. But no one ever doesn't make a sale in this movie, right? It's a hundred percent of the time they're making sales. Right. We never see a failure. We see the one guy who like gets a sell sheet. And he yeah. gives it to Nikki Cat, and Nikki Cat's like, "No, call him back. Yeah, we're not selling." What today. I just he rips yeah. it up he in front of his face. Uh huh. Um, so this is an, an incredibly successful firm, I'm assuming. Um, but we also before before we ever decided that we were going to cover this several months ago, I just like happened to catch part of Boiler Room oh, on funny. TV, and the scene where. Vin Diesel, like Giovanni Ravisi, first gets a lead, and Vin Diesel goes over to close the deal. You gotta say that. You gotta say it. What you remember? It? So this was one that I had seen like back in college, and uh-huh. I never understood why. And I cheated and looked online. I don't understand why. So explain it's, it to me. It, it, every time, like if you get a good lead, and they're like, "All right, yeah, let me buy some stock," you're supposed to stand up as these junior associates, right, and call a senior senior broker and just say, "Reco." Okay. Reco. And what does that mean? And I'm still not sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, I, I looked it up. What I, I, do, I don't know. Still unclear. I'm not 100%. <laughs> Re, like a reco, like a recommendation. Okay. So it's like, hey, I got a reco of a guy who's going to buy stock. Okay. That's what I, I think. If I, anybody knows for sure, please let us any know. Any stockbrokers out there? I would love for them to have come up with something a little bit better. Yeah. And it's maybe it's not I mean I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that this is just actually what happens on the trading room floor. But we don't know. That's pretty We're lame. We're taking their word for just it. Just to like abbreviate recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Rec- for Reco. how yeah. yeah. For how, for how like, cool the other like phrases are yeah. like Yeah. Rec- yeah, it's a very like it's a very uh like uh stock answer. Not, not like no pun intended. No pun intended. Right, yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. But so... Like so, the HR way of saying it. Yes. This is coming from uh, Quora.com. It yes, says please. RECO is a price, basically stands for the recommended price. Just like you guys said, as per research, call the script, you should buy, sell a RECO price and hold for Target. Mm. So it, you, you nailed it on the head. It's a recommended right. price. So there you go. All right. You probably cool. read that exact description and were like, I, I kind of still don't get it. Re- recommendation. <laughs> I guess yeah, it's short all, for recommendation. That's all I interpreted yeah. from that. So, okay, it's an abbreviation. I get it. Cool. Get, all right. Well, thank you, Ryan, means. for having the, the wherewithal to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, so, so there it is. Nice. Um, so he yells Reco, and Vin Diesel beats all the other traders to the, to the yeah. phone. And then the entire place shuts down. Everyone stops doing everything. And they just, like, watch Vin Diesel make one single sale. And they're able to just somehow from the back of a phone just put it on the loudspeakers, too. Right. 
Sure, why not? Right. And it it just struck me as like the most unbelievable thing about this whole movie was that a busy stockroom floor in the middle of business. He's would an just artist, be like, man. We have to watch Vin Diesel work his magic. Like he doesn't make five, six, seven sales a day. Just no. like this one that he He's an artiste. You gotta let the man work. And did you appreciate his techniques? I did, and uh-huh. I, I also appreciated his like his sales techniques were like amazing, but also <laughs> would never work in my job. <laughs> I could never be like really. Yeah, come on, I can't get you in a cruise. Like I, I, he also had. I just wanted to point out his hair first, okay? Because we, I think we're used to Vin Diesel now, like as Dominic Toretto. Yes, right. Yes, that he's that. Right. So bald, shicked up, whatever he's doing. Yeah. But in this, he's got, like, kind of hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of, sort of hair. He's got a shadow yeah. on his head. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a five o'clock shadow yeah. on his head. <laughs> and it's a little splotchy at points. I just I appreciated that. But, um, you know, he ends up being, like, like the good guy in the office. The only good like, guy. He, he ends up pretty much saving the day for Giovanni Ribisi. Right. For, excuse me, Seth. Yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna get all the way down there to the end of the film um, yeah. as we go through this. But I did want to note just on that point, um, there's so much crime going on in this place. But Gio- Giovanni Ravisi can't forge a signature. Like he's got to <laughs> get right. Vin Diesel to do it. You're right. It's like so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, I need this one signature. It's right. Like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> just this whole place is going down. Just sign it yourself. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go through this. So we sure. already talked about we start out uh, three months in the future from mm-hmm. where the actual movie starts. We see this big celebration. We're introduced to all these characters. Um, everyone's having a grand old time. We're like, oh, this is the life. Everyone's happy. Everyone's successful. Right. Um, we get the speech from Tom Everett Scott, who uh, is a, a little a little stiff in this movie, if you ask me. Yeah, he's um, no he's no guy Guy Patterson from that thing you do. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think it's Guy Patterson. Could be. Yeah, let's go with Guy Patterson. All he right. is—he is by by comparison. Yeah, he doesn't have sunglasses and right. drumsticks. Yeah, so he's, he's going to be stiff. By he's comparison. a little less charming. Yeah. as well. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> um, but so he basically gives the speech like everyone. Uh, congratulations, everyone. The uh, SEC is finally off our butts. Yep. Which I didn't realize. Like as we go through the rest of the movie. Uh, we never see the SEC on their butts at any point. Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of a kind of a strange uh, setup that like, oh, we're right. expecting that they would have escaped from some turmoil, but they didn't. Yeah. There was just n- no turmoil. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because there's no, there's no sort of threat of that. Uh-huh. Like they're all flying high. Of, yeah. Like, don't even ask questions. It's. Yeah. You want to be a millionaire, man. Right. You're going to be. I, I wish I counted be. the number of times they said millionaire. It's a lot. It's a ton. It's a lot. Um, so then we moved three months earlier. And we find Giovanni Ribisi running a casino out of his place. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like always secretly in my mind been like a little bit of a dream. You think you could do that? I could do it. Yeah, I think so. It's you think illegal, you could so I wouldn't. Sure. But if there was no – like if you if you had almost an absolute guarantee that you would not get busted. If I had a guarantee I would not get busted and I had a small bankroll yeah. to begin with so mm-hmm. I could absorb some losses. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think I could do it. But – Here's the thing, though. Like he, that's a cool scene. That first part where he, the guy's all pissed off, he's losing. Yeah, and he like it shows like I can work people kind of thing. He's yeah. like, hey, go get go get and you know go get Jerry a sandwich. Like, right. like 
And he's like cools him down from freaking out. Yeah. I was like that I had never really noticed till this watch. Yeah. I was like, oh okay, that's kind of he's a cool always setup. Selling. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And they do before a... he even knows he's selling. He's right. selling. Right, right. And they yeah. do a cool thing in the just to jump ahead very quickly, when he gets called by the New York Post, I think. Or it's whatever newspaper. <laughs> yeah. And he the like, Tribune or, or he, yeah, yeah. He makes the guy sell him on a subscription. Such a good scene. In the background, there are like Probably twenty empty two liter bottles of Coke just sitting up. Oh, there. I didn't notice that. Yeah, and oh. I was like, "Oh, this guy like smart thinking, not giving anyone alcohol in your home <laughs> casino." Yeah, it's a really good idea. Yeah. Um. So, uh. So yeah, he's he's running a casino and he's doing it well. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Jamie Kennedy, who just looks like a scumbag, <laughs> the mustache man. The, yeah, the little like terrible pencil, pencil stash. stash. Yeah. Which um, also set up in that first scene is like he's just like. Yeah, cocaine, cocaine. Give me cocaine, cocaine. And then, like, he really doesn't do much else the rest of the He's, movie. Like, barely in the rest of the movie. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to see, like, the, 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 the B footage. Like, what else did they shoot of him? Right. Like, or was that it? Like, that was all he ever shot was just, like, Daddy cocaine, Daddy needs cocaine. He did. Maybe they like, shot that scene first, and he did it, and they were like, all right, we got to cut some Kennedy scenes. Damn, this is, <laughs> that's too much. He's doing a lot right now, and we just he's not vibing on the same page. He's, as car- he's carrying this film. We got to make sure yeah. that doesn't happen. Um, so uh, Nikki Cat and Jamie Kennedy come in. Nikki Cat is playing. Uh, he wants to play f- uh, like uh, with an enormous five G's maximum five dimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the salesman, so I'll help translate because I know do. sales speak five dimes. Oh, so or it's fifty cents. Fifty cents a uh, play. Okay. <laughs> the minimum <laughs> fifty cent minimum. So he's a high yeah. roller. He's got this big car in the lots back, of money, yep. and he's basically like, "Come work for me, or mm-hmm. come work at my place." He recruits him. Yeah, he recruits him right there. Right. Um, and then uh, Giovanni Ribisi, Seth. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad at remembering character names. Yeah. Seth goes uh, to have dinner with his family. Mm-hmm. He's late because he's tired because he's up all the time right. running this casino. Successfully. Successfully, yeah. He's, he's a we, businessman. We uh, can't stress enough how <laughs> successful he is. Kids, if you have aspirations, <laughs> do it. Look, he's the most successful falling backwards in and out of illegal schemes yeah. as like anyone has ever been yeah. in TV or cinema. Um, but he shows up to his family's place and his dad, who is a judge, mm-hmm. has been alerted to the fact that he is running this casino. Some neighborhood kid gave him uh, the, Poker chip? the chips, like the personalized chips yeah. that they've created. Um, and he tosses them onto the table and his mom reacts in this way. Marty, are those drugs? Yes. Yes, those are drugs. I I don't understand how they they don't they don't have a great affection for women in this movie. Unfortunately, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> There's just a real like second class citizen um, way that they treat all the women in this movie. You don't say. Yeah, huh. yeah. That's it's just a. It's incredibly unfortunate, but this is like. Oh, nice way to kick it off yeah. by just making the mother like the dumbest so dumb. woman. Those drugs. <laughs> yes, those are drugs. They're poker chips. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what kind of drugs are you? Have you seen? Right. What do you think drugs are? Right. Yeah. I just had a lot of questions about where what she what was going through her mind. <laughs> right. 
And it wasn't even like there was no provocation for it. It was just right. like dad's mad mm-hmm. and he threw something on the table. Right. And there was no like seed planted of he's been doing drugs. It was just like, I'm mad. Boom. Boom. And she's like, are those drugs? <laughs> she's the kind of like mom that would like see a fight in public and like, I can't believe this is happening to me. Yeah. Like, that, yeah that's yeah. how she set it up. Like, yeah, it's and not. <laughs> they, they do a funny thing also. Like when he pulls up on his first day. And he has the Jewish mother on board <laughs> yeah. thing, a decal on his car, and he, like, pulls it down. Yanks it off. Um, so they have they have some fun at the expense of the mother, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He ditches, the, he ditches uh, a hands-on role in the casino in mm-hmm. lieu of working uh, or going to interview at the stockbroker place. Right. Feel um, it out. Yeah. So he shows up, um, and there are a bunch of guys who, as I said, all look exactly the same. Um, the most ethnic that this movie gets is Vin Diesel being Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like there's, there are no minorities in this movie. Otherwise, I don't think. I'm no, you're remember. right. It's yeah. It's all just like white dudes in bad suits. That's it. Um, so like I said, he shows up and Neil Long is instantly like, that's my guy mm-hmm. right there. I love that guy. I love mm-hmm. everything about him. Mm-hmm. Stud muffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like Giovanni Ribisi gives off stud muffin? vibes well then he doesn't like remember remember her name like he made yeah and maybe that's the message of like don't try guys yeah. like <laughs> hey be cool about that be cool yeah forget her name yeah go like you're in it for you Walk and she'll her. follow yeah yeah be skinny <laughs> <laughs> just really scrawny <laughs> like a deer in the headlights yeah. just unfounded confidence right yeah and they do a good job of right up top of like establishing like uh Greg, right? Would you call him Nikki Katz? Yeah, Nikki is that the Kat? actor's name? Nikki Katz is the actor's name. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but that's of Boston public badass. fame. Oh, of course. He plays a real good, like dirtbag. Yeah, sure does. Does, but he, he, they do a good job, and this is like really, like a cool way of like in the sales stock like world of how everything looks cool, like everyone's nice and everything. We're all looking out for you, mm-hmm. but in reality, like they're all kind of terrible people, yeah. and like. He puts out this thing. He's like, look, yeah, come over. Try it out. You know, right. we'll make money right away. But da, da, da. And then just they plant the seed pretty early about him and Neil Long of like, he's got a great line, though, where uh, he gives her that little gift box jewelry or whatever. He's like, here, I got this for you. She's like, uh, I don't know how to say this, but uh, we're we're through. And he just he just says, I disagree. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, he takes you it back. You can do that? Yeah. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's what's going on in the offices. Uh, they, they do the group, uh, the group interview with Ben Affleck, who is on one in this movie. Here's just like a small piece of Ben Affleck. Mm. Become an employee of this firm. You will make your first million within three years. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. You will make a million dollars within three years of your first day of employment at JT Marlin. There is no question as to whether or not you'll become a millionaire working here. The only question is how many times over. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what I, I, I could have, uh, what I told Jordan earlier is I wanted to pull his whole like five minute speech that he gives them. It would have been the whole show. Because there are just so many chunks in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ben Affleck sets it all up. We're here to make money. This right. is all about money. Um, so he's excited about the job. He goes, has lunch with the dad. And the dad's like, uh, you're you're screwing my life up, even though I don't really understand how he's screwing his life up. Right. He's still – because I think he kind of knows the casino is still – he's still doing that. Yeah, even but, though he's like one foot in, one foot out. Right. But he's like 
trying to be, but he's still not. You know, but he keeps saying like this is this is going to ruin my judgeship, mm-hmm. and I just don't understand how like something that you're not involved in could he lose his judgeship just by associating with someone I mean, who runs an illegal casino? Maybe because remember, you know, later with the feds, it's like all about not necessarily that he's involved, but that his his name would be thrown in there, right. and then that would be like. Right. Dragging his name through the mud. I guess so. I guess so. so Judge stuff. You wouldn't know. I, I don't understand. You you can't even run a successful casino out of your basement. <laughs> God, you're wrong about that. I would crush. Yeah. Uh, I I know what to tell people when to hit and when to stay. Yeah. That's one of my main skills. Right. I think you're too good of a blackjack player to, <laughs> to run your own casino. I'd just be giving people, no, 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 you don't want to hit there. No, 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 no. Because you see that yeah. I have a six. Right. So you want to stay on whatever you have. Right. That's the dealer's um, ace right yeah. there. <laughs> Uh, so Rubisi goes back, uh, he's being taught the ropes. Um, there's just this incredibly random exchange when they're talking about phone calls, uh, about the phone bill. Mm -hmm. Why? What's the phone bill like here? This month was approaching 400,000. Like what? Whoa! Whoa! It's so random and so unnecessary. And I assumed when I first saw this movie that that was going to be like how they took him down, right? But it never comes back into play. He's just like, "Wow, you guys make a lot of phone calls. Right. How how big is that phone bill?" And someone who would have no knowledge of how much the phone bill is goes four hundred thousand, approaching four hundred thousand. Yeah, like, what? I you know what it's I think feel like it kind of does fit though for what they're trying to do they're trying to hype these dudes up of like what we do is make money a successful agent makes over seven hundred calls a day right and then it's like that's like like, oh deer in the headlights kind of yeah look but it is it is ridiculous like he wouldn't have those figures no of course not of course not and I love I I really do appreciate I'm surprised he didn't say a million dollars yeah right month was approaching four hundred (laughs) thousand. Yeah. I, I also love the phrasing of it. It's approaching four hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like you, so it's eighty dollars a month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the way there. Yeah, it's you all can say like steadily approaching. I don't know three hundred k. Yeah, I don't know. Like you got to look for a new phone company, my man. Yeah, like you're getting ripped Someone off. can give you a better group rate <laughs> yeah, than four hundred thousand sure. a month. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, then he's asking about like uh, compliance, and right. we find out that there's a compliance officer who's just like sitting there eating a sandwich. Um, which, like he's on the he's on the bill. Like we, right? Yeah, he's in, basically an employee. We got here. him. He, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Um, we find out that uh, Nikki Cat gets just large amounts of cash FedEx to him. Yeah. For some reason. Which also never comes back into play. <laughs> no. They set this up as like, yeah, he's getting illegal gambling winnings FedEx to him, which I would assume is a federal crime, right? On a few different levels, and easily like stoppable, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you could, yeah, just drop the that's, dime on that. Oh, that's cash. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is this is about the weight of four hundred approaching four hundred thousand dollars in cash. <laughs> Is this, Send it through. This must be to pay a phone bill, I would guess. <laughs> um, and then let's see. Uh, 
So uh, then Vin Diesel sells the stock. We already talked about this. Vin Diesel sells the stock. Everybody watches. 400,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, Giovanni Ribisi gives us uh, a voiceover of like he's going over to like, to hang with the guys. Mm-hmm. And they're all just like sitting on one couch and on the floor watching Wall Street. And he gives us this little tidbit. What I did know is that they had all the money in the world and not a clue what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, he just goes in uh, into this huge house and there's no furniture, right? And they're just watching Wall Street and quoting Wall Street, right? And it's so like this. This scene bums me out a little bit because it's like diversify your interests. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we get uh, we get done selling, we go home, we have some, we have a few beers, have some pizza, yeah, watch a movie about selling stock. Yeah, <laughs> how do you feel about furnishing this room? Nah, it cuts into my. Wall Street watching and stock selling time. <laughs> exactly. I can't be I can't be putting chairs around for when my friends come over. Well, and for like how like money focused they are on everything, don't you think they would have like more lavish like he would at least have a bigger TV. Here's the thing. Yes. Right? Yes, you're 100% right because they have all this stuff to impress the people in their lives. Yeah. And then you would assume that like the guy who owns this house has a woman over every now and then and has to f- somehow explain to her why he doesn't <laughs> own any furniture. Right. Like, yeah. why, don't, why don't you, like, rent something or, like, stage this house in some way? It's, it's, a, it's a deeper message, maybe. Is maybe it? Tell it's me. like, it's not about the money. It's about making the money. It's all about the it's, chase. It's not about what, yeah, it's, it's, it's the climb, you know? It's not, it's not getting to the top of the mountain. We're saying the same thing, but with different metaphors. Yeah, mine's probably <laughs> more clear Yours to the is, audience. Jordan went vertical with his metaphor. I went horizontal. Yeah. So you see where we're both at right here. Uh, they they go out to a bar. Um, mm-hmm. There's like a split, a split screen, date, and fight. Um, yep. And like that you talked about, uh, Giovanni's getting intimate with Nia a little bit. Um, Super intimate. And the rest of them are just picking fights. They cannot go out into public without picking a fight with someone or getting into a fight right. with someone. It's really an incredible skill. Yeah. Um, selling and fighting. Selling and fighting and watching Wall Street. Yep. Nikki Cat gives Giovanni Ravisi a ride home. Um, and they spend the entire ride home talking about stuff, just sh- sh- shooting it together, yeah. right? And then he pulls up to, R- to Ravisi's house and he tells him this. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, yo, don't forget what I told you about Abby. <laughs> I think she's trouble, you know? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. I just kind of worked there a long time, you know, just looking out for my friends, so... I think she's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just gets that little knife jab in there. Nah, yeah. I don't know. I nah, think she's a whore. It's great. It's fine. Yeah, so this is another unfortunate incident <laughs> of how all the men in this movie treat all the women. All right. But it was, like... Founded in nothing. Like, this was motivated by nothing. Right. It was just a random, like, hey, before you go. Yeah. Hey, congrats on your Series 7. It was, yeah, they were going to celebrate. Yeah. Hey, congrats on your Series 7. Like she's a whore. But she's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, weirdo. Right. Okay. You just go around calling random people names. Yeah. Like, that we weren't even talking about. <laughs> yeah. And he cares about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very strange. Hey, your mother, thanks for having her. Uh, she's uh, yeah, she's a whore. <laughs> Right, She's well. really great. 
Um, we get another another lecture from Ben Affleck talking about uh, like you guys need to be selling. Right. He amps it up. He amps it up. Now these guys aren't just these guys aren't just prospects. These aren't you know you guys should be doing the most. Yeah. Which again in the sales world world is just exactly how it escalates. It's like, yes. Guys, you know we're here to help you hear the tools, and then as soon as you're like in it, it's like. Guys, pick your pick it up. What are you doing? Yeah, like come on. And he gives them these poor guys who he's paying one hundred fifty dollars a week. He's like, study for your series sevens. I need three hundred dollars for those study materials tomorrow. Yeah, that's two weeks <laughs> pre tax, right? And you're just gonna rip them for it. Like you're you're paying four hundred thousand for a phone bill, and you can't spare to train your own employees. <laughs> right. You can't spare three hundred dollars per head here, right? Just so that they'll better themselves. But it's bad news. doesn't stop our boy Rubisi because he's still making fat stacks with the casino. He sure is. He just gets up, pulls out a wad, gives him 300 in front of all the other guys. Yeah. I'd be a little worried that, like, these guys are going to jump me yeah. after. But they're all kind of – he's, like, the toughest of the guys. And he's definitely, like, the most successful, it seems like. It seems so. The other guys are still, like, kind of, like, sweating it. Like, when he says it's going to be 300 bucks. And he's t- and Affleck's shitting on their suits. And yeah. He's telling them, yeah. you guys got to clean yourselves up. Get one decent suit. This, so I also don't understand <laughs> this because they, like, never go out in public. No. They're all just, like, cooped up in this warehouse. In Long Affleck, Island, yeah, right? Yeah. In Long Island. Like, w- an hour away from the city. Yeah. And he's like, you guys got to look better. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is garbage, what you guys look like. Why? Just yeah. wait until they are making money, at least. But he still throws a little thing. They're like, you know, three months from now, you'll be able to outfit your whole wardrobe. But right. Get right. one good suit. So we get that. Then we get the uh, Giovanni Ribisi uh, a pitching montage, um, just selling all these guys. He's yep. making his way up the ladder. Um, we uh, He makes a sale by himself, right. which he's not allowed to do. He does it with Vin Diesel's supervision. Yes, he does. Um, and then Vin Diesel and Nikki Cat have a pretty unfortunate back and forth here. You, you know what? You got a cannoli you can stick in your mouth? No, you got a menorah you can shove in your ass? Oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the yikes is coming from Ryan who has not seen this movie. Um, but that's basically like they give us that the whole time. Right. Um, and that was that was the most benign of them, I would say. Like Nikki Cat drops the N-word probably like four or five times. Yeah, he does. Um, and then we get a lot of like – a, a lot of like self-effacing Jewish stuff from Nikki Cat also, mm-hmm. um, and then this just like very casual back and forth, right? It's like, hey, we're on the sales floor, you guinea, yeah, you guinea. Yeah. He was like, Jesus, right? You Whoa, s- you say what you say. Yeah, I will say like a ca- cannoli in the mouth is pleasant. Yeah, that's a that's a nice suggestion. You know what? You got a cannoli you can stick in your mouth. Yeah, oh, you got a menorah you can shove in your eye. Whoa, hold on, <laughs> calm down. A menorah is like nine prongs. Like, what are you saying right now? Right. <laughs> I would love a cannoli in my mouth. Yeah. Like, hey, Jesse, would you like $100 right now? I don't know. Would you like to stick a broom through your body? Uh, That's That's not equal. That's not not even as bad, but that's the only thing I could come up with in the moment because I'm not a terrible person. Right. I commend you for that. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Then we get the newspaper pitch, which we talked about. So good. Where Giovanni Ribisi takes a call and the guy gives up immediately on selling him. And he's like, hey, man, you got to try harder. And he like walks him through this whole (laughs) pitch. 
And then he's like, so you're going to buy? And he's like, nah, man, I get the times. So. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. And he's just really feeling himself at this point. Mm-hmm. He's selling, man. He's he's selling. He's not telling. Right. Right. He's doing it. Absolutely. He's in the life. But then something about him just still wants to like, doesn't doesn't smell right. Right. From the seeing the compliance officer, shady dealings. Yeah. So that then he goes up and he, he is going out to his car. He forgets his jacket up in the office. He right. goes back up to get his jacket, and he sees his compliance guy just going to town on documents. Sh- shredding at midnight is never good. You're ne- yeah, you're never – it's never lawful. Right. It's always something. Just shredding some documents. Like if you were shredding lawfully, it would be in the middle of the day Yeah, where everyone could see you. But no, this guy who, by the way, works a full day. <laughs> yeah. And then for some reason gets stuck there doing the dirty work at midnight. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's shredding, and Giovanni Ribisi's like, "That's strange," but doesn't no. doesn't do anything right away. It's just like that's an interesting thing that's going just on. Files it from, away. Yeah. Files it away. Um, all right. So we we gotta step up. Oh, we gotta go. Uh, but so uh, so this is uh, Giovanni Ribisi talking to Neil Long. Um, oh, she catches him. He's like finding out about the pamphlets, yeah. the, the the materials they send out, and he's kind of like, oh, they're all the same. They're all it's the all, same name. It's all the same info, and it's all the same. Right. And she for sure like busts him busting his own the, – the company. Yes. And he says this to her. I was looking for some chocolate love. <sighs> I really want to just use that for any – distracting anyone for anything. Right. You know? What a Romeo. Yeah. Sir, do you know how fast you were going? Sir. I was looking for some chocolate love. All right. <laughs> on your as you were. Well, continue on your way then. <laughs> How are you not gonna Yeah. All right. You were speeding, you want some chocolate love. That's fair. Yeah, you know in Las Vegas they have uh obviously casinos, yeah. shows, uh a lot of entertainment. They also have a big M M&M store. Right. Um So I can imagine. Yeah, listen, I went in there one time. Just like taking handfuls of product, right? And the yeah, shoving it like it was a cannoli in my mouth. Oh, just it's better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah, listen, I knew what the alternative was, and I said, "Give me a cannoli." Oh, you in my told mouth. me about that. You said that the representative came up and said, "Hi, sir, what can I help you find?" And, and you I told was just him, "Like, I was looking for some chocolate love." Oh well, anything <laughs> in the store? Then they were like, "Why did you say that so seductively to me?" <laughs> like, well. Listen, I'm I'm on a mission right now. Please <laughs> right. don't get in my way. Um, so uh, so the casino gets shut down. Mm-hmm. Basically, he shuts it down. He set, he calls his guy up in the middle of business, and he's but like, not because he like is doing the moral thing, right? No, he's like the guy can't handle the business. <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, well, he's like, well, take on another guy to help you out, and he's like, well, I did already. And you still can't handle it? You still can't handle it? Shut it down. Yeah. Screw it then. I don't understand. Like, I truly don't understand why this guy can't... Because he even says, like, you went from, like, pennies a day to, like, $1,000 a week, Mm -hmm. and you still can't handle it. And, like, maybe maybe just take less money. Like, hire more guys. But then you have more people that you got to make sure are loyal and aren't going to, like... Top, run their mouth. I think you're in a good spot. It's here. loyalty. You're really like throwing away easy money at this point if you're the business partner there. That's true. Um, and then let's see. We oh, so he notices prospectus. So he calls Harry. He's got Harry on the line. Poor this Harry. Poor guy. God, what just wanting to do right by his family. Yeah. 
But but it like it's a funny thing where you, like that scene when he first sells him uh-huh. on that the hundred stock or the hundred uh, shares right away. Yeah, and just like does it. And it's like a really like harmless type of like push that he gets. I'm like, come on, Harry, would you know you make decisions at your work? Like you, you call your wife for every decision like that. Yeah, and you could tell Harry's not comfortable, but like. He 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 inflates his he's like empowered manhood yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and then he he goes to Nikki Cat and he's like I made my first sale this was with number forty yep and Nikki's like no that's mine I take all forty of the first ones and Rabisi gives him one of these oh man oh man <laughs> <laughs> just like the despondency there is so disproportionate to what I would feel right. I'd be like. <laughs> I like for guys who just go out and fight all the time. Yeah, just to, just to like <laughs> oh. tail between the legs. Oh man, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because I I actually like you were telling me the story of getting stopped by the police officer earlier, right. mm-hmm. and uh, you changed it a little bit just now when you were like the police officer was just like, yeah, go ahead, yeah. be on your way. But in fact, the police officer said, I still got to write you this ticket, and I think you said. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, oh, I get it. You got to do your job. It's, thank you. Protect and serve. Yep. On your way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, we, let's see, uh, he he goes, uh, Rabisi goes at some point, f- follows Tom Everett Scott next door. Right. And they just, there's just a, another empty warehouse full of phones. Right. <laughs> there's just like, maybe this is why the phone bill is so high. Because <laughs> yeah. they have two full warehouses of connected phones. And this is another like sliver of the story that I'm like, still not clear on. Right. Because it feels like, oh, was it, there was like their backup plan, like move here if the heat. Got yeah, two, if it but got too one hot, building over, they're just going to move next door <laughs> and continue doing the exact same thing. The feds are going to show up, and be like, "Well, this was the address." I wonder where they went. Yeah, and they're walking past all these scumbags fighting in the parking lot. Yeah, just doing like, blow. None of the cars have moved. Yeah. they're just still all there. Not there. Yep. Um, and apparently, no one who works there knows that they're doing shady business. Yeah. Um, no one asks questions, but I guess no one knows that. So, like, in the event that they did have to move, how many of them would be like? Well, I actually, like, don't want to work for an illegal company being investigated by the feds. Like, I'm just not Well, they're it. so smooth and slimy that, that, you know, they would do it in, under this, like, guise of, like, oh, you know, hey, da-da-da-da, we're going to, you know, it's closer to the Wall Street. Right. That would yeah. work somehow. Yeah, we're, we're 50 feet closer to Wall we're Street. We're a lot closer. So he starts getting suspicious even more so. Neil Long is being uh, – has been gotten by the FBI mm-hmm. and they're basically turning her to investigate him. Um, and then we get another great Affleck scene. All right, one second, guys. Yep. Do, 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 do. All right, here we go. If you're drowning and I throw you a life jacket, would you grab it? Yes, good. <laughs> He's so basically nice. telling them, like, you, you guys got to, like, get them to answer questions in the affirmative. So ask right. them any question you can. Which um, is for sure a very, is that what they tell you? very, very effective sales strategy that's so great. spoiler that's so great yeah um would you grab it yes good <laughs> so i love everything affleck does in this yeah. movie. would you grab it yes, yes. good <laughs> <laughs> 
So, like, if someone approached me like that on the phone, I'd be like, "All right, I gotta go." Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so they this stock that he sold, Harry on loses a bunch of money. Um, Harry calls frantic because he's lost a house. 50K. 50,000 Down payment for a home. His family has left him and he gives him this plea. I need the money back. <laughs> Man. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. I need the money back. He's just like. And this is after, after Nikki Katz has ripped up that sale ticket for the other guy. For the other guy. And then he's begging for his cash back. Yep. Can't do it. So the FBI grabs Giovanni Ribisi after he's like, you're right. to Neil Long, you're the only good thing in my life. And then he finds out by the completely incompetent FBI, they just throw her under the bus fully. Yeah. When she's like, what are you doing with him? What's going on? And they're like, hey, get back in the car. And they call her by her first name. And he's like, Do you what? not? You really are terrible with character I'm names. I'm so bad with it. What's your guess on her name? Uh, Lisa. We, it was on the notes. Was it? Abby. Abby. God, you are... I made a sound you clip about so- Abby. And <laughs> you wrote that out. And I didn't remember. Hey, I'm bad with names. Respect the process. Listen, I love the I love actors. And I love <laughs> That's the people fair. that play. Um, so they, they basically pull him in. They pull his dad in. Yep. And he's like, you don't have anything on my dad. Get my dad out of here. And they play the clip of him on the phone being like, I will help you with this scheme. Yeah. And so he's like negotiating with the FBI. He's like, get my dad out of this. Um, and they're like, all right, but here's what we need from you. Your whole seat ride backed up on the floppy. <laughs> Boom. This is such a timestamp on this it movie. It is. <laughs> Get your whole seat drive on the floppy. Right. And it's such a casual reference. <laughs> yeah. it, it made me so happy when I heard it. Oh, get that. Uh, yeah. Um, so he goes back. He does completely undetected. He just gets. In like 12 seconds. In, <laughs> very, very quickly. Which I don't remember floppy disks being that fast, but it's pretty. It would take hours to download. I would games think so, right? Off yeah, floppy disks, and just to like put your entire C drive. First of all, you here's need, all my sales. Boy. You need more than one floppy. Yeah. First of all, if you're doing the kind of business they're doing, right? Um, but so he's able to do it. He convinces Tom Everett Scott to basically he's scheming to get Harry his money back. Right. Um, like sells I, him that new stock. Right. In and gives him gives it to him. The talks, IPO. He sells. It's actually kind of cool. He sells. The 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 big guy, right? Tom Everett Scott on why my guy deserves this free stock, but hey, you can't sell it until six months. And he's like, sure, because he knows it's bullshit. He knows that yeah. he's going to be arrested within the hour. Yeah. So he says, all right. He gets Vin Diesel to sign. He convinces him to sign, even though, like I said, yep. the feds are about to raid this place. Just sign the sheet. Who cares? Yeah. Also, Harry's not taking his call at this point, so I hope the scheme works. Yeah, we never find out we for never sure. Get a conclusion on that, but you make the assumption you that he assumption. made it out all right, and then of course, so the feds raid the place, uh-huh. and we get this final voiceover. I gotta find a job. It's <laughs> tough, man. That's it. You got a lot of good skills. I believe in you. Yeah. Um, well, that that's about time for us. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Thanks so for much for tuning in, listening, watching. Um, Thank you for dealing with me and not Ben. Um, yeah. And thank you, Jordan, for for joining us. You can find us on Twitter at Guilty Movie Guys. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse and for Sketch at The Prom Losers. Yes, I will echo that. Prom Losers, Prom Losers, Prom Losers. Cool. We will see you next time. And until then, what is your Guilty Movie Pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.